This is the Build Our Future podcast. We shape our buildings, and afterwards our buildings shape us. A window into the past, present, and future of the construction industry. There's still a lot of unlocked doors. Clarity with design, craftsmanship with the build. There's still a lot to find out and do and invent. Collaboration for our future. You know, I don't think it's the end of the invention. The Build Our Future podcast with Raul Faria. Let's build. Begins now. Welcome to the Builder Future podcast. Very happy today to have Caleb Taylor from Builder. Caleb, how are you doing? Doing well, Raul. How are you? Not too bad, not too bad. You know, it's almost February up here in Canada, so I don't want to get into the weather down where you are. (laughs) Yeah, I'm in Southern California, so I feel like the weather is probably a little different down here. (laughs) (laughs) I think I I I said earlier, if you say it in Fahrenheit, it won't really matter. Without my calculator, I won't won't be able to do that. The conversion, right? <laughs> I'll just say that we were laying on the beach this week and it, it was hot. That's all I'll say. <laughs> whatever works, whatever works. And you know what they say, right? Visualize what you want. So Go when I look out my window, I just visualize where I want to be, right? <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> awesome. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey to Builder. Yeah, absolutely. Well, as you mentioned, I'm, I'm the co-founder, one of the co-founders of Builder. And I guess if you want a little bit of my journey, I usually always include the fact that I'm originally from Texas. So I live in California now, but from Dallas, a proud Dallas Cowboy fan, even though it's yeah, been painful I, the last uh, few years. I hear a little bit of that drawl over there. It's not <laughs> in the California sunshine is getting there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been here in California for a while now and enjoy living near the beach, but I grew up in Dallas and then honestly did not really grow up with much exposure to the construction industry at all. My experience through school and after school for years was always on the software side and business development and even entrepreneurial endeavors, but always focusing on customer experience and sales. That's what most of my experience was in a couple different industries, a lot of time in real estate. But then my paths kind of crossed with Ed Gonzalez and Mike Stock my two other co-founders. And those two guys are actually both former Procore engineers. So they worked at Procore back when Procore was still a, a startup, believe it or not, with like 40 total employees at that time. Hey, we, uh, hey, we all got to start somewhere, right? <laughs> I know. It's crazy to think of them as a 40-person company, but they were back when Ed and Mike were there. And they played a huge role in, in helping to build the Procore platform. They were you know, directors there and helped build the APIs that everybody uses to integrate and all of that, right? And so they have close relationships with everybody from leadership to friends that are still working development and customer success and sales and all of it. So they said, hey, we were thinking about building this company using our knowledge of the construction tech industry, but we need some of that experience as far as customer success and sales and business growth goes. And so the three of us launched Builder together. Nice. That's pretty phenomenal. I'm trying to, I know what what Builder is, but why don't you share what the, let's just say forgotten and often say annoying part of construction is that no one yes. really wants or really needs to be done. <laughs> uh, absolutely. That is a fair summary. So our whole mission, I guess if I start at the high level, our mission is to help general contractors grow their business. And so when we spent time talking with general contractors early on years ago, we started to hear this 
uh, pattern of a pain point that everybody was experiencing that you're alluding to here, which is the wonderful closeout phase, right? Red line drawing. (laughs) (laughs) I always joke about, I always talk about how I have yet to meet someone that says, oh man, closeout, that's my favorite part of the job. That's what gets me up in the morning. I love begging subcontractors to send me warranties and O&Ms. I think you would have met the first person because at least now eight years into my my day job, as I say, I get to delegate that work. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have the short straw anymore. You you don't have to do it yourself. (laughs) The renaming of the documents, the downloading it all, printing, it's painful. It takes a ton of time. It's an annoying part of the job. It's not usually, it's not why people go into this awesome industry, right? We love building things, seeing our work. It's an essential part. It's an essential phase, but it's not a fun one, right? And so that was kind of the first real tool that Builder offered was we said, hey, we think we could help automate this closeout process. And so that's what we do. We save a minimum of, it's usually around 140 hours of time. That's based on like a $10 million job. So larger jobs, it saves a lot more. But we help automate the collection of documents from your subcontractors, extracting documents from project management tools. And then with one click, I always call it the life-changing green button. It builds the whole closeout package for you and makes it really easy to deliver to your clients. And then that really leads us into kind of the second thing that Builder does, which is we have a full warranty management tool as well to streamline that process, which obviously comes right after the closeout phase. So that's kind of a recap of what we do. So did you guys start with just a closeout first kind of thing and kind of built that warranty portion after? Because you're like, you know what? Once that's done now, I mean, the whole idea behind warranties is you never use it. You hope you hope they never, <laughs> there's no issue, right? But God forbid, God forbid there's something and now you're a year down the line. I know some projects got two-year warranties on it. You know, trying to figure out, all right, who, go back to, I mean, the old way is all like, you know, go back to the files that have probably been filed somewhere and try to mm-hmm. find that and find your copy of the closeout document and I'll find the company. I mean, you can probably find it pretty quickly, but sometimes, you know, there's a lot of things that are, he's done, you know, portion A1 and somebody's done A2 of the same kind of scope, shall we say, right? Exactly. And honestly, what we kept hearing was people very rarely, the owners or facility managers very rarely go to those physical binders and find something because obviously it wasn't that long ago when that was the requirement, right? Binders and binders and binders that were probably put in a closet somewhere. But if you needed to find something, they're just going to pick up the phone and call the PM, right? Who was on the job or somebody and and ask them directly. So we wanted to make that more accessible for the client. But I guess, yeah, to get to your question, we didn't even start with closeout, honestly. We really were initially just starting with our relationship with Procore, started by extracting documents out of Procore and putting it into a document solution, whether it's Dropbox or Box or Ignite or something. And that's when our customers that we had three plus years ago said, hey, you actually are scratching the surface of something bigger. You're helping us with closeout. And we said, closeout, tell us more. That's a big foundational part of Builder is all of our development is here in-house. Our development team talks to GCs multiple times a week. And our products have all been built by our customers just through feedback and saying, hey, What is it you're trying to do? What pains are you experiencing? How can we fix this? How can we make this better? And honestly, our partnership with McCarthy and Turner Boss and a few of these other GCs built out with their feedback. That's what built our closeout tool. And then a natural progression with partnerships with Hazelden or Big D Construction. That's what kind of 
said, hey, this next part is the warranty tool. We also have no standard process for this. And we need insight into the data. We need to be able to identify patterns. Every time we install a unit and it breaks early, we should be able to see that really clearly and it should alert us so that we can make changes in pre-con to protect our profit margins. So both the closeout and the warranty tool were really heavily based on just feedback that we kept hearing from customers. You know, that's pretty interesting because it's a pretty different, let's say, launching point compared to most people in this SaaS world, right? Yeah. Most people have the idea and then they go out to the market to try and find out, okay, (laughs) what actually do you need? But it sounds like you guys kind of had the idea already and it was almost like a symbiotic relationship with some of your existing customers. That's exactly right. I mean, we've taken a unique approach for a lot of parts of our business. I mean, we were really intentional to actually not take outside investment because we wanted control over our product. It was something that we really cared about and didn't want to have to be hitting arbitrary goals. We we're really not just trying to build something and sell it fast. We love this industry. It's been really fun. And we've built this business with our partners. And so as long as we're getting feedback from them, adding value to them, that's the whole goal of, of builders is to help the GCs grow their business, solve each problem that we keep hearing about that that makes sense. Tell me a little bit more about the actual software. I mean, like you touched on the closeout process, warranty management, but it sounds like it could actually be used by clients as well to set standards and timelines and also facility uh, facility managers to keep track of, like, I mean, I can't tell you the number of projects I've been on where you come on site and it's a really old supposed as built drawing and it's really not an as built drawing. almost times it's not even there sometimes mm-hmm. yeah and then it's like okay where do we go from here yeah i mean honestly you're right like we have facility management teams and owners so a gc's clients that benefit hugely from this and have started mandating that all their gc's start to use builder because now they have one standard closeout process that every single one of their GC partners use. So now it doesn't vary from GC to GC. It's all the same. And we have a full facility management side of Builder that allows for these owners to have their own login where they can see all their different facilities. They can see all their projects. They can dive into a project online and see every document from that project through the closeout package organized either by category or trade. I guess I'll take a step back here. When a project is closed out with Builder, there's three ways that the client, the owner, would actually receive this data from the GC. The first is that you always have the export, right? The folders, the files, the PDFs that have hyperlinked. We've got a hyperlink table of contents. We recreate the the drawings, the, the deep hyperlinks on the drawings. You can put it on a flash drive, hand it to the client. They can put that on their server, and it's independent of any platform don't need Wi-Fi, nothing like that, right? That's the first step. The second is we have a mobile app that allows for owners and facility teams to have access to all this data on the go from their phone or tablet. So now they can walk around the building and type in air handler unit or roof. And any document associated with that word is just pulled up right there on their phone, which they love because it's way easier than going back to your desktop, logging onto the server, right? Oh, yeah. And then the third and probably the most used way is that the owner or client can actually access all this data through their own portal online. And so now that's like the easiest way to watch owner training videos. They can see all their different facilities and projects right there, organized, really easy to find way. So those are the three 
kind of ways that all the data from closeout is delivered to the client or owner. That's awesome. Now, I mean, from a contractor's perspective or even a client's perspective, I mean, what's the onboarding process like? Because everyone's busy all the time, right? So a concern is like, you know, are these templated? Do I have to create the templates? Like, you know, can I just set up like auto emails for specific projects? You know, different clients have different formats. What's that kind of onboarding process like? Yep. hundred percent. I always call it software fatigue. I feel like everybody's got software fatigue. It's like, man, <laughs> even if your tool's great, I just don't even know if I want to learn something new. I just want to keep going the way I've been going. And so we knew that and we wanted to really emphasize simplicity, right? So like even this week we had a GC join builder and, you know, enter a partnership with us. And within seven days, they had already been receiving and approving documents from subcontractors. So we've made the onboarding process easy with Builder. You're always going to be assigned your own implementation manager that walks you through each of these key steps. We have the Builder University videos. We have a support team that's all in-house so that you can type in a chat, but we make it simple. So you say, all right, first thing, set up your directory. If you're a Procore user, you click a button and it imports them all. If you use a different project management tool, you just upload that directory with this template that we've got, which is easy enough. And then the next thing we need to do is build the list of everything that you need to collect for closeout, right? And there's a few different ways to do that. One, we make it easy to just bulk create everything. So you can type out one year workmanship warranty and put a checkbox next to every sub. So you can just create 30 items with 10 seconds. And then once those are built, you start sending the emails to the subs and we have automatic emails, reminders that go out to subs. Oh, that's the best. (laughs) Yeah. You don't have to worry about it. I think it's like Monday mornings. The emails actually look like it's coming from you. If you're the team member for your GC that's sending these out. So it doesn't look like it's coming from Builder. And the best part is subs do not have a login. So there's no learning curve for them. We wanted to make it as easy as possible. And so there's no login. They literally get an email with a link just to upload documents to. And so the sub adoption rate is really high. Yeah. You know what? I think that's a big part because I know I've used multiple different PM softwares, right? And I think the biggest gripe, I guess you could say that I've always heard is that it's just another username and password that they have to figure out because, you know, if one sub might be working with 10, 15, 20 other GCs, and if 20 GCs are using five platforms, they got to remember every single one. And it, and you're right. It's a little bit of that fatigue too, right? How many passwords do we need for everybody? I mean, I can point to so many features in Builder that really came directly from feedback from our customers, but I feel like it would have been easy as a software company just to be like, this is how it works. You have a login and then the subcontractors have their own account. And it was so important to our customers that this was as easy as possible for subcontractors. They, like you said, have so many logins they have to deal with. And that was a feature that came directly from customers is like, Hey, they shouldn't have to log in, keep this link live, do once a week notifications. When they finish something, take it off their list so that they just see the items that they still owe. And that's why subs actually really appreciate this tool as well, because it makes their life easier too. I'll say that's a big selling feature. I mean, for a GC, for a subcontractor to find it easy to use is a big feature for us because, I mean, we can invest as much money in tech, but unless you're one of the larger big boys, as they say, it's really hard to force trades to use the software with the usernames and passwords. All right, so, so you named one feature. Yeah. Let's just say two more key features that you're excited about with this platform that, you know, feedback you've gotten. 
Yeah. I mean, I feel like the warranty tool is obviously more than a feature, but there's so much there. I mean, closeout is this phase that nobody likes, right? But if that's the case, warranty is the one that everybody pretends like doesn't exist. <laughs> it's a phase that we'd rather not think about. Like insurance. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, I just don't want to think about it. And so, I mean, we very rarely see contractors who have like a standard process for how a warranty claim comes in. A lot of that is because they put an emphasis on having good team members, right? Because if you have good team members, then when a warranty item comes up, the owner picks up the phone and calls your team member they worked with and they handle it, right? And if you if you trust them and you know they're going to do good work, then it's just kind of like out of sight, out of mind, you know that they're going to take care of your client. However, the downside to this is that there's no data, there's no recording of the item or the issue, which means we can't improve. And so we said, the other thing obviously is any item that's coming in or a phone call or an email for your PM, they're obviously on another project, right? He or she is working on another job and they have to stop and take care of that. So we said, well, let's streamline it to make it easier for them to handle incoming claims, whether you have a dedicated warranty team or it's the PE or PM that was on the project. So we make it easier to handle it. But now that all the data is coming in, I feel like the coolest feature that comes with that tool is the reporting feature. So now we could say, all right, let's set a date range to be the last six months, the last three years. And let's look at every warranty claim that's come in and let's sort it by subcontractor or by root cause or by division or whatever we want to do. And we can then start to identify patterns. So if we say by root cause, we can see which project these things happened with. Are you trying to say we can weed out the contractors that are constantly having warranty issues? Is that is that is that what you're saying? <laughs> that is a potential use case rule. That is correct. No, you that's can, fair. <laughs> you can see like where the most issues have happened over the last few years. And you can say, all right, now that we have this data, we can take action on it. We can say, Every time we installed this thing, it broke early and it, it caused a negative experience for our client and our teams had to stop doing what they were doing to help fix it. Maybe it cost us money. So we track the costs that a GC ever incurs. Hopefully you don't incur any, but if you do, we want to track it. And then we can also track the root cause. And the whole goal of that warranty tool is to protect the profit margin of the GC. And I, I feel like that was one of my favorite features because clients that use it were just like, we had no insight into what any of our warranty issues were over the last few years. And this gives them a good indication of what, maybe it's not the subcontractor, maybe it's just a product that was specified. Right. Who knows, right? So if they know it's the same products being specified with different subs, it could be something that they got to switch up, right? So, I mean, this software seems like it could be a global solution, right? Like, is it a global solution or is it more like focused in North America, US kind of Canada kind of thing? Honestly, right now we are very focused on kind of North America, Canada, US. That's more so just because that's where we're based. So we put such a huge emphasis on our customer experience, right? Again, we chose not to take outside investment, decided to grow with our partners. In order for that to happen, and since we haven't lost customers ever over the years, it's because we're able to bring them like the highest level customer experience. And even just with the time zones alone, I think eventually we'll continue to grow and the tool itself would work well in all these different countries. We have some customers in Australia and things like that. But for right now, we're very focused here in North America, but it's very probable that that would continue to expand. That's the plan. I mean, it's true. I mean, you look at companies all across the world. I mean, everyone's got these closeout 
issues yes yeah. <laughs> or requirements like they close out requirements right every and building has to close out yeah different like everyone's looking for a record of the drawings everyone's looking for a document talking about what the warranty is yeah the format might be a little bit different depending and obviously the the actual language as well but that's pretty awesome i mean so so i mean how do you see the traction for this you know for clients in the coming years and i know you mentioned it's been like what three three four years kind of thing yep. but i mean are you catered to larger businesses, smaller businesses, medium business? Like how have you kind of set yourselves up? Yeah, that's a good question. I think so as far as like the size customer that we work with, we we have the full gambit, right? So we've got GCs that do five to $10 million in kind of annualized construction volume a year. I'd say majority of our customers are around the hundred million range. And we've got some of the bigger guys as well that do, you know, over a billion or a few billion. So we've got the wide range and it's great because each of them have helped us hone different parts of the platform, right? Like we wanted to make onboarding so smooth and so easy that the person that has one person in their office that does all the closeouts can onboard really simply with one or two meetings with our implementation manager and they're off to the races. And then we also needed to be able to handle multiple divisions, right? Across the country for a McCarthy or a Turner and things like that, or a big D. And so I couldn't tell you that I guess this is the ideal or we only go for this type of customer. We have it set up to where we, we work well with all of them, but I'd say a majority are kind of hovering around that $100 million a year range. Yeah, but it seems like it could be pretty scalable up or down depending on what the needs are. But like you said, with feedback, you can make certain tweaks, certain depending yes. on needs and styles of construction too. Sometimes, you know, there are different needs, right? Oh, absolutely. Like, are you guys doing uh, education, multifamily, this or that? And and all of it has been, it's been great because we've had it all run through Builder and been able to see the different needs and how people need to customize the export and things like that and made sure that it's all doable here in, in Builder. Awesome. Tell my listeners where they can find you, find, I got in touch with Michael on, on LinkedIn <laughs> yeah. a while ago. So we've been going back and forth a little bit. It's been, it's been pretty interesting, but you know, but tell some of our listeners where they can find you, find more about Builder if they're interested. As you said, it is a pain point for everyone, not just GCs, but subs too. The last thing a sub wants to do is see, is see an email come through for closeouts too, right? No, <laughs> They'd rather not. see an email for a payment, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. It is not a part of the construction process anyone looks forward to but it's essential. We got to do it. We got to do it well. So that's the goal. I mean, I always summarize it that we do three things right now, which is one, we help automate the closeout process, saving at least 140 hours per project. Two, we want to make the GC the rock star. We want to help you over deliver just a crazy amount of value to your clients so that that increases your repeat business. And then three, the full warranty management tool that provides a standard process for that phase, but also gives you insight and protects your profit margins. And so, yeah, if any of that interests you guys and you wanna learn more and jump on a call with us, our website is buildertech.com. We are a software company, so we had to misspell builder, right? So it's <laughs> B-Q-I-L-D-R, we dropped the E, buildertech.com. But there's a lot more info in there. You can read some case studies from customers and we got a chat box, but we'd love to talk with you if you want to just take a closer look at any any parts of this platform. Phenomenal. Thanks so much, Caleb. Really enjoyed talking about the pains of some of the process <laughs> of the construction industry and what you're doing to elevate that and change that. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, Raul, for having me. This was awesome.